They say winning ain't everything. Well, we don't have them tight conversations over here, man. Had that conversation with the losers. We trying to win at everything we do. Even in the loss, we don't see defeat. We see a lesson learned. Straight up. Look, I came into this world in 1978 The doc looked me in my face and knew I was something great 45-42 Prescott, that's where I'm from Grew up in the slums around dope dealers and bums As humble as I was, I adapted to my habitat In my own lane though, far from where they crashing at Dumb bar graduate, the game out of mastered it Served in the Navy, look, y'all don't know the half of it Pops passing no one, moms passed last year I know they up in heaven smiling down crying mad tears Cause they son making it, no telling where I'm taking it My city been cursed, but I feel that I'm breaking it Coach that went high in 15 in one state Seen the fork in the road and went straight I know what I'm worth, I'm OG King Kirk, Brooklyn Nets gaming crew legend, let's work. Hey, this is OG King Kirk, your host of the OG Two Cents Podcast. I want to thank each and every one of you who continue to tune in each and every Sunday. We truly appreciate it. Make sure if you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, like, comment, and share it. Uh, if you're listening on on audio, uh, make sure you give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcast. Helps us out a lot. Uh, links for all available uh, streaming platforms will be available in the description. Um, let's continue to stand up against any form of social justice and racism. Also, let's spread more love and not hate. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Zenny Blocks. Make sure to armor your eyes with Zenny Blocks virtual clear blue blockers. It's important to protect your eyes from the harmful blue lights from your digital screens. So you have less eye strain and that makes for better sleep and performance. Check them out at zenny.com slash gaming or follow them at Zenny Gaming on Twitter and Instagram. This episode, episode number 60, uh, special to me. Uh, this is someone who plays a, a, a large role uh, outside of me being Ivan Curtis. Uh, his name is Justin Jacobson ESQ. Um, he's an entertainment and sports attorney, professor, and author of the Essential Guide to the Business and Law of Esports and Professional Video Gaming. Uh, so without further ado, Justin Jackson, how you doing? I'm great, man. You know, happy to be here. Yeah, I'm glad glad to have you on, man. It's, uh, it's, this is a little different. Like, uh, no, I'm, I'm putting you uh, on the hot seat, but you normally... Uh, handling of my affairs and, and help making, uh, you know, uh, my life a lot easier. So now I get a chance to, uh, you know, put you on and let people know what you're all about. Awesome. I'm excited for it. Yeah. So just to get started, um, let's, uh, let's hear your story and, and how you got to where you are today. Um, yeah. So, you know, I'm originally from Long Island, New York. I went to Hewitt High School and then went on to George Washington University in Washington, D.C. for college. And from there, I went to Toro Law Center, which is in Long Island. And after that, I became a lawyer. And, you know, I kind of started in the entertainment industry during college. I was very involved in different nightclubs and working with different DJs and you know musicians and celebrities and just really involved in that. And during law school, I was you know managing a DJ. So really kind of getting the day to day of working with talent and kind of how you work with them. And after law school, I just kind of, you know, began working as an attorney and started out in the music and sports and fashion and art world and 
working with professional athletes and musicians and DJs and producers and songwriters and street artists and, you know, celebrity fashion designers and stylists and just a lot of people in this really more traditional entertainment world. And that's just kind of what I was doing up until I kind of fell into esports. Yeah. So uh, through that time, like what, what was some of uh, the unique experience you had in, in dealing with a lot of celebrities and entertainers as such? I mean, I would say New York Fashion Week was really cool. And, you know, when the Super Bowl was here in New York was pretty awesome. I threw like a pretty big Super Bowl party where like Marshawn Lynch came. And, you know, then that Sunday he went and won the Super Bowl. And, you know, a few other Seahawks were there and a few of my clients that I worked with. And, you know, there was like 10 NFL players and it was just like an awesome time. And it was, you know, invite only. So you only really had people that were kind of meant to be there and, Marshall Lynch was going crazy. He was dancing with everyone, like jumping on the tables. And it was just like an amazing kind of energy that like you only can have in New York City and, you know, a once in a lifetime thing of, you know, really the Super Bowl being here. Now, you know, your step into esports, um, you know, how, how was that birth? Well, yeah, you know, I've always loved video games. I'm a big 2K and Madden and FIFA guy and StarCraft and StarCraft 2 were definitely some, you know, guilty pleasures. And, you know, I really game in some form every day. I have this mobile fighting game I like and probably play 2K more hours than, you know, I care to admit. So it's always kind of been part of how me and my friends interact and just been part of who I was. And, you know, about five years ago, I really kind of, understood what was going on in this really high level in the competitive gaming scene and with, you know, players paying, playing for, you know, six figures or more. And really just kind of opened my eyes to what was going on here. And I kind of began researching the space, connecting with some attorneys that were already in it and different professionals and really kind of seeing what it was all about. And, you know, from there, I kind of noticed that I could come in with a different approach in a different lane because, I was much more born and bred entertainment and music and sports where I noticed most of the other, you know, attorneys doing at this high level were kind of born and bred esports. You know, they're friends with the gamers, friends with the team owners who there's just kind of like, they were really just born in that endemic space. And I noticed that with my network and the experience and different connections I had, I could approach things differently. And from there, I just started to link with some, you know, pretty established talent agents and was kind of just helping them with different player deals and familiarizing myself with working with the teams and after a few months of that I kind of went on my own and for the last few years I've kind of just been working with different players and coaches and casters and brands and teams and just really kind of lending my expertise. Well with that being said um, you know talk about your role with with Ford's models and uh, his gaming and talent division and uh, you know mention some people that's on your roster. (laughs) Well, yeah, you know, last summer I was brought in by Ford Models, which, you know, if you're not familiar, is a, a lot, a luxury high-end talent and modeling agency that's, you know, an internationally known brand and agency. And they kind of brought me in to create this esports and gaming talent division under their existing digital influencer platform to really kind of give additional offerings to the brands they were working with and you know, they saw just a lot of synergy between what was happening in the esports and gaming space and some of the brands they were already kind of connected with. And, you know, we work with really unique people like, you know, OG King Curd and WNBA player and Team Liquid streamer Ariel Powers and former NFL player Mon Green, who's also a college esports coach and 
Larry Ridley, who's a pretty well-known caster and work with some, you know, really unique Fortnite player skeptic and Brittany Johnson. So we have a really unique talent pool from pro gamers, coaches, streamers, casters, and just, you know, general media personalities, including the hip hop gamer who's, you know, affiliated with hot 97. Wow. That's great. Um, you know, let, let's talk about uh, your latest book, the the guide, the essential guide to the business and law of esports and professional video gaming. Now, before you get started, you know, make sure that you uh, you know listen to what he has to say and, and go out and, and and get this book. Um, I just want to read uh, the note that was sent uh, to me. It was dear OG. I am so happy to have connected with you and I'm excited about the possibilities to continue to grow and work together in the future. With that said, I want to thank I wanted to thank you for all the support on my journey so far. And as a token of my appreciation, I wanted to enclose a copy of my book, The Essential Guide to Business and Law of Esports and Professional Video Gaming. As a sneak peek, take a look at page 14. Keep up the amazing work, and I'm excited to keep building with you. Thanks for believing in me. Sincerely, sincerely yours, Justin Jacobson. Now, I'm not going to tell you what's on page 14. You got to go get the book. If you go get the book, then you can find out what's on page 14. Now, go ahead, uh, Justin, and, and, and tell us about this wonderful book. Well, yeah, so, you know, there's definitely a lot of really useful information in it, and it was my recent re release textbook that's essentially meant to give you a guide to the esports business and law. We kind of start setting the stage where you look at the what I call the different players in the esports business ecosystem, where you look at the gaming talent, which is the pro gamers and the streamers and the casters and coaches and really just everyone that's involving in this talent world. Then you look at the esports teams and organizations and then the different event operators and the game publishers and you kind of explains who they are and kind of how they earn income. And then it really kind of moves on to different legal issues as it relates to esports. So it's like copyrights and trademarks and then immigration and visas and player unions and employment law and business investments and tax write-offs and just really useful information that I think a lot of individuals might not know or might not understand you know looks at music licensing and why you need to have this licensed music and why the whole DMCA issues come in looks at you know social media disclosures like hashtag ad and sponsored these really important things that I feel like a lot of people overlook, but there are real ramifications and it has to do with, you know, FTC and endorsement and testimonials. So there's a lot of legal stuff at play that I don't think the average person realizes. And, you know, the basis of everything is a copyright. You know, the video game that everybody plays is a copyrighted work that's owned by the developer, the people that create it. So the whole entire system is, through all these legal licenses. And, you know, I think it was important to kind of go through it and explain it. And, you know, I think the most unique part is, you know, I have a contract section where I kind of look through, you know, a major player agreement and a caster agreement and a coach agreement and a sponsorship agreement and kind of go through some of the unique clauses that are seen in a lot of these agreements, especially at the, you know, the tier one level and give you some ideas of some negotiation tips and really give you a little glimpse into how I might approach it because a lot of this information isn't public. And if you're not doing it at this consistent level, you're just not going to get access to this kind of material. So, 
you know, I kind of created it as for all readers of all ages, you know, whether you're a high school student or a college student or, you know, a professional or practitioner, you know, I get all these insurance people and wealth management and all these people that are really trying to look at the space. And it was like, this is the guide that you need. This gives you an idea of how people are doing it, you know, how sponsorship deals are structured, what deliverables might be, and, you know, how to really operate it. So if you're, you know, a player that's trying to understand, okay, these are might be tax write-offs that I might, you know, not realize, like, you know, I, my new equipment or my webcam or even the game I'm playing, that could be a write-off, the VC, you know, that you're spending for giveaways. There's just so many things that once you start looking at it from a business perspective, you can really understand. And, you know, from there, it was really just meant for someone who maybe wanted to start a team or wanted to run their own events to understand, okay, these are 10 tips for running an event. These are things you have to look out for. This is what you need to make sure a venue that you're selecting have, because there's a lot of things that, you know, a regular place might, you know, a bar or club or a lounge might not have in order to do a gaming event. You need high-speed internet. You need to have the right amount of electrical output, you know, things that you don't really think about. But if you load up 20 computers and all this other stuff and you don't have the juice for it, trust me, that event's going to end quick. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, you don't think about that when you're selecting a venue like, oh, we need to get ele extra electrical output for this event because there's going to be all these computers running for hours. No, I agreed. Um, you know, you're a manager. Uh, you manage talent. Uh, talk about like what you look for uh, in signing a talent. Well, yeah, you know, in the role with Ford, it's really kind of a talent and development kind of avenue where we're selecting unique individuals to really kind of help grow them and bring them over this next level, whether it's, you know, different strategic partnerships and growth, whether it's, you know, different brands and sponsorship opportunities or, you know, just appearances on, you know, whether it's a public appearance or just at a university or on, you know, another kind of podcast like this, just doing things to kind of open up, you know, who they are and bring them to a new marketplace. So that when we're looking for talent, really looking for someone who's personable and has a good work ethic. And, you know, you have to be able to speak on camera and be engaging with your fans and, you know, really kind of willing to do what it takes to succeed. You know, in the talent world, there are really kind of levels or it's like, you know, certain people are all kind of at levels and you have to start doing things to distinguish yourself from the other people at these levels in order to, you know, as they say, level up. And I think that you need someone who is dedicated and wants this as badly as you do. And I think that's the biggest thing I look for. It's like, it's great if you're awesome and you have all these things going for you, but if you don't put in the time, you don't have the work ethic and really want to do it, you're really not going to succeed. You're really only going to hit a, you know, a piece of what you could go, you know, only a, a spark of your potential. And I'll be honest, like I've dropped people that I don't believe have the right mindset and work ethic because I can't waste my time on people that, aren't going to put in what you need to grow. They're not going to follow through in what they say. It's like, I'm not your mother where it's like, I'm going to remind you to do something 10 times. It's like, Hey, let's come up with an idea. This is a great idea. You like it. Let's make it happen. You know? And if you don't want to make it happen because you have 20 other things going on, then just say it, you know? And I think that having the ethics be like, okay, this is great. Let's do it. And then once you start doing it, the people that listen, it pays dividends, you know, uh, there's really a situation where what I say is wrong in these, you know, things when it's kind of vetted and you all talk about it. So, 
know, I think someone that's open to feedback and, you know, was willing to put in the time, like, you know, it's, it's hard to be a star, right? <laughs> you know, it's hard. <laughs> now, with that being said, um, you know, a lot of people think that, that manage management companies or agencies are, are doing all the work. Um, you know, what is the responsibility of the talent? Well, yeah, I mean, I think your responsibility is to kind of put in the same amount of effort or more, you know, like you can only bring a horse, horse to water. You can't force it to, you know, to drink. So it's one of these things where it's like, you know, we can help you. We can, you know, tell you why you should do this, give you all the pros, cons, talk about it, you know, for however many hours as it's needed. But at the end of the day, it's on you. You know, like there was an op- there's an opportunity that one of you know players we worked with had that, you know, me and a few other people that were advising him all thought it was a great opportunity. This is the move. Like, like you should do this. It's going to open a lot more doors. And the talent just didn't want to do it. He didn't feel like the offer was right and that he had a certain value in his head. And at the end of the day, that's his decision. You know, do I think it was the right one? Not necessarily, but, you know, he has to live with the decision. Right. What what did you see in me to, uh, to sign me? Well, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, you're obviously a legend in the space, but, you know, even more than that, you're, you know, well-respected, well-spoken, and, you know, you kind of take everything you do in this professional light where you know, everything you do is top quality and reflects you, but you're also kind of willing to take chances and, you know, casting or hosting a podcast and really kind of understanding that all these other avenues are what is going to help you grow. That if you're just you know, a coach for a team, that is just such a limiting track. There's so many more avenues that you can use this, you know, essentially where you are in the world, the connections you have and where you've kind of achieved in your career. So, you know, the fact that you see it and are kind of willing to do it is, you know, what's important because, you know, as I, my previous point, a lot of people are like, oh, yes, yeah, a great idea. That's a great idea. But they're not willing to just be like, okay, well, you know, you're at episode 60, which means at one point you're just like, I'm just going to do it. Like, you know, you didn't know who you were going to get or if you're going to have a, a sponsor or you just figured I'm going to do this. I know it's a good idea. It's going to, you know, open X, Y, and Z. And, you know, how, how long have you been doing it for? Over a year now? Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and I'm going to counter and say this is that, um, what I'm, you know, the same things, quality that you talk about and in, signing me, but I, I'm glad to have you on my side. I'll tell you anybody out there is that, um, anytime I, I hit up Justin about an idea, we break it down, we talk about it and, and we see how we're going to go execute it. And then anytime I, I, I contact him, he always hits me right back. And anytime we get, uh, you know, contracts and everything in the motion, it's, it's like spot on. Like, I mean, and I'm not the only person that he deals with. So just that, uh, that urgency and, uh, you know, promptness and everything like that, it is truly reassuring, uh, when we're trying to get things done. And, and I definitely appreciate you for that. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's the thing, like you want people that are wanting to make it happen just as badly as you do, because, everyone wants to be successful and to, you know, hit, okay, I want to do X, Y, and Z. So you need someone that's okay. Like, let's do this. Let's, you know, this is the plan. This is how we're going to achieve it. Let's, you know, make it happen. All right. Uh, now this, this part of the show is OG wants to know uh, rapid fire questions, answer open as honestly as possible. Uh, b- biggest influence. 
well, you know, in real life, I would say, you know, my dad, you know, he's an entertainment attorney. So I've kind of been molded under him. And, you know, I would say that we have a lot of similarities in a lot of things. And, you know, more on the on screen, I would say Ari Gold and, you know, his, his character in Entourage definitely, you know, motivates me to want to try to be, you know, super agent Ari Gold. Got you. What motivates you? you know, kind of my wife and the family that we're building and just really trying to do better. I think that that's the biggest thing you can have is, you know, constantly trying to excel and pushing forward and kind of one-upping what you just did. You know, like I just got a really big article on Esports Observer and that was, you know, great for me that it's like, it's been a while since I had like a real good article on there that I wrote and they finally accepted one. (laughs) Well, um, biggest accomplishment. Um, well, you know, writing my textbook and actually this semester I'm teaching with the textbook at University of North Carolina, Wilmington. So to be able to actually have a class using my textbook and, you know, the feedback I've been great getting from the students has been really positive and they really, you know, enjoying it. And then just to get random messages from, you know, colleagues or just people I don't even know on LinkedIn, like, hey, you know, I just got a copy of your book. It's really great. Or you know, some attorney in Hawaii is like, oh, I'm going to use it for my class that I'm going to be teaching. So, you know, just to kind of have this positive feedback to something that you don't really know, like it's such a novel area. I was really the first person to kind of come at it from this legal angle. Most of the written material is really just very historical or like, this is what sponsorship is. Like, it's just very facial and, you know, spending the last about five years deep in it on a daily basis I felt that I was in a position to kind of, you know, bring the veil back. So to kind of have it done and just to see with my name on it, it was just like, wow, I wrote a book. (laughs) (laughs) Favorite sports team? Um, You know, I'm a New York guy. So we got, you know, the Jets, Yankees, Rangers, and Knicks. But I will say uh, the Nets are definitely in there. So, you know, like. I worked with some Giants. So the Giants, I'm not against the Giants the same way I might be against, you know, a Boston team. Gotcha. Uh, favorite quote? Um, well, yes. I mean, I think kind of it's, you know, I think just do it is just an amazing slogan. And then something that I always look in is, you know, Sco- Scooter Braun had once said in an article is, you know, trust your gut and to go with your gut no matter what. Because at the end of the day, if you don't and you go with the logical answer and you're wrong, it's like, oh, I should have went with my gut. Like, you know, like I, I-, I knew I was right. But if you go with your gut and you're wrong, it's like, you know, at least I went with my gut and I, you know, I trusted in myself. And, you know, I think that's, you know, a really important, you know, mantra to have. Yeah. Favorite actor and actress. You know, so this is a really hard one. So, you know, definitely, you know, George Clooney, you know, Brad Pitt, Denzel Washington, Al Pacino, De Niro, like, you know, definitely a big movie and classics guy. But, you know, there's not one that's like he is that favorite actress um hmm. i was definitely a big sarah michelle geller fan i don't know if she's an actress man man, that's like classic now (laughs) yes i definitely enjoyed some buffy in my day favorite genre of music um so i'm a big classic rock and hip-hop guy you know the doors the who and the rolling stones and then you know jay-z biggie tupac eminem Nas, common talib and most that would that would probably be like the top for me gotcha uh, favorite movie of all time? Um, so I'm a big Tarantino fan. So, you know, Pulp Fiction, True Romance, Reservoir Dogs, and 
Marvel movies, you know, some Star Wars and you know, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. So definitely really enjoy some movies and music. Favorite athlete. Well, you know, obviously you can't go wrong with Derek Jeter and then the, the great one, Wayne Gretzky himself. And I'll give an honorable mention to Mariana Rivera because, you know, whenever he goes in, it's just like, okay, game is over. This is another win. So it's always just one of those things as, as a, you know, Yankee fan growing up to watch someone just as professional and awesome as Mo just, you know, enter Sandman. And that was a wrap. Gotcha. Now, what would you be doing if you wasn't doing what you're doing now? I mean, I think I would definitely be involved in the entertainment world. So, you know, maybe running a record label, involved in a record label, or maybe a nightclub. But I always kind of thought that might have been a path being involved in some, you know, a live performance venue and just kind of really programming it with, you know, different talent and, you know, people that I knew. But, you know, thank God that's not the route, right? It's pretty right. tough out there for venues. <laughs> right, right, right. Now, what's next for Justin Jacobson? Um, so, you know, I'll be teaching some more classes. There'll be a, you know, a new class I'll be teaching in the fall. I'll also be teaching a high school level class. So that'll be really exciting. And speaking on more panels and I'm right now working on, you know, a high school level esports curriculum as well as potentially a law school one and just keep growing within the space. You know, I'm really interested in what's going on in NFTs and what's and all that kind of stuff because I think there's a, just a lot of unique, you know, ways to integrate it into the entertainment and sports and gaming worlds. And, you know, I'm excited for that because I think that that's just kind of the start. We're just at the start of these things. You know, everyone sees NBA top shot and how obsessed people were with that. And, you know, I think it's just, like I said, the start of it, every league is going to have it. Every entertainment property is going to have it. It's just going to be the norm. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, you know, how can people follow you and what you do and, uh, you know, plug away everything, the book, the social channels, everything? Well, yeah, definitely follow me on Twitter and Instagram, Justin J-E-S-Q. My DMs are open. So if you ever have a question, definitely feel free to reach out. And JacobsonFirm.com has my email and lots of different articles and just information in general. And you also have esportslaw.biz, which is, you know, the new kind of esports and gaming page that we created that's a resource and you know the namesake worldwide just and you know that was something that i created for the nba 2k community as a way to kind of provide again a resource for individuals that are trying to get in the pro-am scene interested in my team interested in really what's going on at the competitive level worldwide because there's a lot going on and you know i think to have a place where you go okay well this is what's going on with all the different teams. This is what the leagues are doing. This is, you know, some draft tips. You know, I put out a bunch of different articles of, you know, things that I still think is true to this day of, you know, these are things you want to do if you want to position yourself, you know, to make the league. This is how you're going to grow. These are the people you have to connect with. These are the, the leagues you need to be involved in. And, you know, I think it speaks for itself when you see the people that are involved in the league at the highest level, you know, the trajectory and the path that they've taken. So, you know, there's a lot of stuff out there. And, you know, as I said, I'm always happy to engage with anyone. Well, I'll tell you this, Justin, I, I appreciate you. Uh, I know everything you've done for me and, you know, there ain't no telling what's in store for the future, um, especially, um, you know, if, as the world starts progressing forward. Um, you know, if anybody's out there looking for a manager, 
uh, that you can depend on, uh, that's going to back you 100%, uh, handle everything uh, in a professional manner and get the job done. And I guarantee you, uh, you need to contact uh, Justin Jackson. Uh, he's changed my, uh, you know, my entertainment career and uh, just it's continuing to move forward. We got a lot of things uh, in store for the rest of 2021. Uh, can't talk about it now, but uh, definitely, uh, you know, when the time permits, uh, you'll know about it. But just uh, Justin, thanks again for coming on. I appreciate you. My pleasure. You know, I appreciate the kind words and, you know, keep doing the great job that you're doing. Indeed. And uh, for everybody out there that's watching or listening to the OG Two Cents podcast, make sure you can find us, subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and of course, the YouTube channel. You can follow the OG Two Cents podcast on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, you can follow myself, OG King Kurt, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, you know, shout out to my team, Strider Visuals, Box Graphics, and Cy Evermore for continuing uh, to help make the OG Two Cents podcast what it is today. Uh, make sure you subscribe to my second YouTube channel, uh, the OG King Kurt. Um, I'll be posting uh, a lot of different things here soon. It's under development, but uh, we'll be doing a lot of different things on there uh, aside from the podcast. Um, make sure you check out Esports Extra every Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays from anywhere from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Uh, that's with host Larry Ridley. Uh, the crew, Kelly Wells Brinkley, Antonio Williams, Durban Rowell, and Kevin Mamouzette. Uh, that's Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays from 6 p.m. Uh, to 8 p.m. And that's twitch.tv slash compete forever and on YouTube and Facebook gaming. Uh, make sure you tune in to next week's episode. And remember, if it makes sense, it's an OG two cents. OG out. Let's put this work in, fellas. And much, much, much love to the entire 2K community for always showing me love. Without y'all, we wouldn't be here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.